Abracadabra, Alakazam, Avada Kedavra. Magicians are here, like it or not. After four magicians are recruited by a mysterious benefactor, the world's coolest profession turns criminal. But how are these crimes committed? Who's behind this? Could Dave Franco be any hotter? All questions to be answered by the FBI, of course. Starring Jesse Eisenberg as J. Daniel Atlas, Woody Harrelson as Merritt, Dave Franco as Jack Wilder, Melanie Laurent as Alma Day, Mark Ruffalo as Dylan Rhodes, Morgan Freeman as Thaddeus Bradley, Michael Caine as Arthur Treslow, Michael Kelly as Agent Fuller, Common as Jerk McFly, Blake Anderson as Terry Hogg, Amy Adams as Hanky Panks, Harrison Ford as the Inspector, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon as the Tickle Monster, <laughs> Lil Nas X as himself, Little Bo Peep as Haley Steinfeld, Elton John as the Bye Bye Man, Godzilla. Orson Welles as the end of all things. Did you and say Godzilla and then move on? <laughs> Starring Godzilla. Orson Welles as the end of all things. And Isla Fisher, of course, as Henley Reeves. This oh, is boy. Now You See Me. This movie's horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's mm. insane. Airtight. Awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Bom, bom, their assholes are out. Their assholes. And everyone's horny. Bom, bom. Brown. We're back. my arm out. Wait, I feel better. At the beginning of each of these episodes, I punch Max as hard as I can. Ow, ow. Ow. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how in movies when there's like a sick child or something, they're always like in bed and they're like, ow, 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 as if they're like in pain or something. They're in constant agony at all times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at that point, you gotta you gotta think about is is it is it, is it really the, it? is it really the kind thing to do you to leave to this child suffering? Speaking of which, Alex Pittner has joined us today <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo! Um, for the second time I, um... this month. <laughs> What's your take on euthanasia? They're doing good. <laughs> Education rates are through the roof. <laughs> nice. Um, so Max has talked about on the show you want to start with characters, and I think all of your oh. characters have just been you going out. <laughs> oh no, it hurts so I, bad. I really, I really tried to put my current emotion into my characters, and oftentimes well, I find that I'm in chronic pain always. Max does have a very wide range. Max, can we hear your impression of the guy working at Subway? Ow! Ow! <laughs> That's, I assume, after he gets hit with a blow dart. Yeah, the, the guy working is that way with a bow tart. It's a, a bow tart? <laughs> fuck. You shut the you. fuck up. So Alex Pittner is welcoming back to the podcast. So every new guest, we always ask them, are you more of a critic or are you more of a darling? But Alex already said that he's more of a darling, basically. And so where do you stand on that right now, Alex? I'm not a darling. I'm feeling darling. Feeling darling. I, feel, I, I think it respects the movie we just watched. I feel like yeah. I'm a good 50 50, but I think I lean darling today. Yeah. You know, we've been asking these people this on this podcast what they're critical or darling. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would always hear this expression. Uh, the people that go, 
everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. That's not fucking true. So That's far not we've true. got one critic. Mo- other than me. My my phrase would be most people are darlings. You know. <laughs> That's true. My phrase would probably be like, I like magicians. So, <laughs> so Alice was brought into the podcast by yeah. Clayton Shalman today. Clayton, Sorry. do you... Just get- Clayton. Just Clayton. We're doing it now on the podcast. We're going to do it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Alex and I famously have a rivalry, and that rivalry is kind of where I hate him, and he hates me. Oh my god, the spike on Audacity literally like went through the roof. Every time somebody is having a conversation that doesn't have to do with me, I open a can of soda against the mic. Correct. Boys, how how's your sleeping been? Not the dream. Have you been visited by the night night man or whatever you said? The bye-bye man. Night night. That's just your dad tucking you in, right? Um, Did you guys ever, like, so being tucked into sleep, (laughs) that's an insane thing, right? Like, like, you're not like a wasp being bundled into a wasp. If I had the ability... If I had the ability to get out of my bed, people in my house were going to get hurt. So my dad had to do a really good job. He had and, to, like, really tuck me in. And he was like, like, hello, father. Good tr- try this time. And he would wrestle you in and just tuck you in. And I would be like, good Wait, so try. He, he says, good try this time, and then the dad pins him? I think it's like Clay's trying to psych him out as yeah. if he's already failed. The dad, your dad is sweating and just crying. Uh, he gave birth to like a cryptid. Yeah, well, it would start with like I would like break stuff in the kitchen and then it graduated to like hurting the pets. And he just, it, every, it, it, the stakes would only raise. The idea of like a troubled kid hurting animals is so funny because I feel like it's a trope that's been used for like villains and stuff. I've read like so many mm. books where it's like, we found that he skinned squirrels in the forest. It's so funny to imagine like a child doing Because that. that's so normal. It's so normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I would go to sleep, I would become the Clayton from Clayton's Points. Um, There's a reference to, <laughs> to an old podcast. Old shitty podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I was dude. never on it. So like it was... It was always bad. It was always that's stupid. True, like you know, like we're doing your own thing. How are we ever dreaming? Guest on uh, dreaming? Yeah, we had guests. We had Luke. I'm honestly, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. My man. Do you see how the momentum like went away when you said that? I thought. Did it, you have, see have you, how like we were all silent because like we were all so sad for you? Have you ever seen a pendulum swing? You're gonna tase yourself. Oh my god! It's I was gonna tase you. So have you, ever, have you ever seen a pendulum swinging and then just freeze, just mid swing? That's yeah. why we just witnessed. I, that's tonight. my power. That's my ability. <laughs> I felt like like Max, um, like Watch held, it. held up one end of the magnet, like oh, balls yeah. on strings, and it like went through, and I got it, and I sent it back, and then it just like stopped. It's all clean, and it was like. Yeah, I was the ring. Uh, Max was Bilbo dropping it, and Clayton was the gravity that made the ring not bounce when it hit the floor. Sorry, I'm mean. And I, and I, w- and I was, and I was Saruman. <laughs> Saruman. Based on the things that I've said, I think I'm actually a critic this episode. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Wait, wait. So everyone's awake in our apartment. I want to do like the Saruman, like 
Like, yeah, you know how he's always like. Max has left the table. Yeah. So, so let me see if you can hear him audacity. I can. Saruman. Did you hear it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know how is Saruman he a Pokemon? Says his own name what? all the time. <laughs> what scene does that happen? <laughs> I don't believe yeah. it does. I don't think you know, it. is that what happened in your dream? Life? Yeah, yeah. There was a man who was standing over there. Mm. It was kind of a combination of "You shall not pass" and just Saruman's uh, name. Saruman. Because you're Saruman's... thinking. Sorry, you're not thinking of the person in the movie. You're thinking of the person that was in the movie theater with you. Came on screen. He's this man out. stood and he, so he, he got a staff and he stuck it into the ground and we could all feel its vibrations everywhere. And his billowy hair blew. I just and love that's how you inherited your psychic powers. Period. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, it has been popping off in ways that are insane. And even mm-hmm. in this movie, there was some psychic. You guys are giggling like like a like motherfucker. Oh, right hold here. on, real quick. So there was some psychic readings that you had with this movie. Yeah. That I will just, for the court, just for evidence, the movie that you have seen before. <laughs> the yeah. movie that you had seen prior to No, so what you thought... And we also, we planned this. It wasn't a Zach so and what Cody you, situation. So what you... The fact that you remember that as my, like, number one go-to is, like... Um, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I think I know what movie we'll be watching. <laughs> no, so what you guys thought I was saying was that I was able to predict what was going on in the movie. No, mm. there were psychics in this movie that I was able to, like, see. I'd be like, that is my experience. Like, literally. <laughs> so, real quick, the psychic in the movie, you're talking about merit? No, no just kind of general psychic activity. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Then who? <laughs> like, 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 not the mentalist. Like, like spoon bending and stuff. Like, when we started. Bending, That's your experience. <laughs> you said you were a techno psychic. Well, I know, but like him doing that, I was like, oh, that's like a psychic thing. Like, that's like I'm kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like when I see like it's it's it's, you watch it's, it's it's like when I it's, now you it's see like, me it's like, and you said I guess I'm kind of like that. You realize that seen. dude I felt teleported seen. into a cloak. Also, see, so the, exactly that. Like, it's like okay, yeah, like it's things that you can't explain. You know, mm-hmm. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I understand. Do you guys believe in magic? Not yes. like cards or whatever, but like pixies and stuff. Yes. So <laughs> what I think Max is referencing, we had a friend who certainly does not listen to this podcast, who oh, no. said Gosh. that. The the question came up of do you believe in magic? And it was like a game where we were all playing and it was like we all had to answer. One of us was the faker who didn't know the question. Yeah. And this person was the only person that answered yes. And so we were like, obviously them. them. And they were like, No, I believe in magic. I be-, and we were like, but like magic. And they were like, yes. Yeah. They were like like unicorns. And they were like, yes. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and man. then uh, I remember because Ricky Gervais was at that party and mm-hmm. he like killed that person. Yeah, like he killed him in front of. Because he's an atheist. And, yeah. and Max yeah. was Max was like looking at these photos of children like... with squirrels being killed, <laughs> and Max was laughing. He was laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah, this is like this podcast is like red flags. The Max and Foster experience. <laughs> it's like every episode I just list more things that are so bad about me. <laughs> well, for one, we have a podcast, my man. My man. So dreams aside. 
Although, are we going to discuss... Do you, do you have any dreams? I did have a dream. Okay, what was your dream? I've actually been having a string of dreams, and I'm only oh, going to say... And I, I okay. believe that I've interpreted them actually pretty correctly. I want to hear what you say, and I'll just be shaking, essing my damn H <laughs> over here. Sucking your damn... Sucking my damn head. <laughs> just terrifying when you do. <laughs> Max can do, like, that Ouroboros thing. What do you yeah, call it? Yeah, but with my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A snake eating its own ass. <laughs> One time I walked in on Max watching the scene from Alice in Wonderland with the caterpillar, and Max was like, the only way I can describe him was inside out. You know, so there's there's some people... I played people, the caterpillar in a production! There's The fact that you don't think that... I played the caterpillar also... in a production, that's crazy. Oh, you're in James and the Giant Peach. No, my, I, no I was... In Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, I was... We both I played the caterpillar in Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you do the musical? No. Oh, I was the caterpillar, and I was also the white queen, and I was a dragon. You, so, you so are. Yeah. Wait, how old were you? Um, I was. Uh, this would have been. I uh, probably fourteen, fifteen. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we did musical. I was. I was thirteen. Yeah, nice. and, but then I was the centipede in James and Giant Peach, mm-hmm. and that was when I literally choked on stage on like a piece of cake we were all eating, and literally choked. And they were almost going to black out the lights because I was choking so bad. Mm. I almost died. Um, but speaking yeah. of that thing we were saying rap. earlier. I was supposed yeah, to rap. Yeah. Um, you know how some people... You know how some people can His like suck their own up. dick? Yeah. I, oh, some, I've seen a lot of that recently. There's some people that can suck their own dick. Max can do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, Clayton. Hold on. You talked about people <laughs> sucking dick and well, Max didn't say I've seen that recently. You said I've seen a lot, a lot of that recently. <laughs> For some reason, a lot of the adult content I've just been looking at that's been what something's been going on. Um, well, some people can suck their own dick. I was gonna say, oh. <laughs> his face is about to explode. I'm so sorry, Clayton. I'm laughing because you said that this podcast could be called Max Foster, the red flag experience. And you just said that in the adult content you watch. You see a lot of, of people sucking their own dick. It's a really common thing in like gay spaces. Can yeah. I t- what? What? Yeah. yeah Honestly, no. I I thought of a video, and I don't even want to get into it. It's gonna upset me too much. Oh, um, is it the catfish? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we all get it. Hey, I'm gonna strangle you to death, Alex. Anyway, <laughs> a lot of people suck their own dick. Max can do this really impressive thing where he sucks my dick. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> my what name. movie are we gonna be? No, wait, wait, wait. We had dreams. We're brushing right past Alex's. Yeah, dream. yeah. I wanted to be an actor, but then you, I made this <laughs> podcast, and I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alex, what was your dream? What was your goddamn dream? All right, spit it out, man. So here, talk to the mic too. All right, talk to the mic. Duty. Sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> for those at home, I just covered the mic with my hand. So, but, and by the mic, he means his dick. Yeah, I love being interrupted all the time. I, I said, talk to the mic. I'm glad you, I'm I glad point to Clayton's yeah. dick. That's like, yeah. uh-huh, it's like a hose. You have to unwind it. All right, Max, yeah, silence. I love being invited <laughs> onto a silence? show where it's like, you, you can talk, you can talk. You know, we want to hear your dream. And it's like, and it's like right, oh, I'm going to laugh like a... <laughs> so you, you, Max, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you guys. I feel like I'm being so negative today. No, so, it's good. So the laugh, this is the, what we making fun of my laugh, I didn't care about but the face you made <laughs> was really scary it really scared me so um okay my family has a tradition that i have personally never taken a part in because i am a very sleepy boy mm-hmm. um and i am a very unathletic boy my uh family goes and they do what's called the turkey trot so on thanksgiving oh, 
they get yeah they get up in yeah. the morning and they run and they go to like the like a baseball field and they run five miles and there's like a five bunch. miles yeah, you can either do five miles or two miles still two miles is so much yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god and so um this was the first year because usually like my family um will ask me like hey do you want to do it and it's like mm-hmm. a bit because they know i'm like a sad like piece of shit boy, and it's yeah. like yeah yeah you say boy like a sad boy like yeah yeah, yeah like Keep going. Is this your dream? <laughs> no. um, so in real life, the, the audacity line is like flat. <laughs> yeah, and I wish that was my fucking heartbeat. <laughs> so, um, it, so in real life, they asked me if I want to do it, and they're like joking because I don't think I will. But I've, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll do it this year. Um, and so, so this is real life still. Yeah, this is yeah. real life, right? And so, in my dream, um, it's the day before. <laughs> My wonderful sister, Claire, it's like, Alex, are you doing the turkey trot? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you promise? <laughs> like, it's oh, a, like an anime, like, promise you'll be there. And I was like, I promise. <laughs> and then in the dream, I slept through it. And I remember specifically in the dream, I woke up at 9.15 and oh. I was supposed to be waking up at like 7 seven thirty. oh god and so i was freaking out like trying to get like you know like get ready and get there and then i'm like you know it's not gonna take them two hours to mm-hmm. run five miles i'm like trying to you know i don't have a car because i got t-boned um <laughs> not in the dream in real life and so i'm like trying to figure it out i'm trying to yeah. figure out um where to go and then my family comes home and they're all like yelling at me mm-hmm. and screaming at me and that's the dream. That's the dream. Clint's so are you laughing? Clint's laughing. You <laughs> started to yawn. He's laughing his ass. I had a yawn. Uh, for the viewers at home, two a.m. right now. Um, and so I had a little yawn, and then I was I realized that I was yawning during your story, and that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so what? How do you what interpret that dream? What? How do you interpret the dream? I want to hear it from you first. So it. I think it's probably probably from the same thing. You have a fear of letting your family down explicitly letting them down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. just straight up, like, I promise you I will do this thing and then not doing the thing. And then, not only that, but, like, in the dream, you're getting the punishment that you think that you, like, deserve, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, your family's yelling at you and you're really sad. So it's like, you feel like you're letting people down and you get punishment for it. You get so spanking, you know? All right, what do you think it is? For anybody who doubts Max Foster's dream Period. reading ability... You are wrong because Max interpreted that perfectly exactly. and even added a little more spice that I think is true, but I hadn't considered. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. A very all of my dreams have been about how. I know it's a pot comedy podcast, but you know I think I I'll save this sound clip for me because um, I'm like a real disappointment. I'm sorry, shit. I'm sorry. I'm like a real disappointment too. My sh- Max, I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm like a real disappointment to my family based off of. Sorry, Max is biting his hand, and that's like really like oh, you know, like um. But I'm a disappointment to my f- Max is laughing at me. Max is like Clayton's been. <laughs> Clayton's laughing at me. I had a dream that I fucked all the Muppets. Is that true? What? <laughs> that was my own private confession. 
So Alex said it here first. I am that a psychic. He knows that he's a disappointment. Dude, <laughs> and if yeah. you don't believe that I predicted that Zach and Cody episode when I was literally seven, <laughs> I think you should leave. Why is, why that, is the point you need to drive home that you were seven because years old? I was a child and the, like my latent psychic abilities were not hindered by the people around me who didn't believe in me. Oh, okay. I think do you should leave. Period. I think you should leave. It's so loud when you do that. Do you think that? I think you should leave. Period. That's what's kind of my... I'm Honey, my... you missed Auburn big time. Guys, what movie did we watch <laughs> 20 minutes into this podcast? <laughs> this is... We're, we're having a good time. I agree. I agree. We're, we're having, having a good time. time. Um, so... You know what? I'd like to attract that. <laughs> I'm having a bad time. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, literally, like, on a dime. Yeah, for for the record, changes. I didn't I didn't say anything either way. Yeah, yeah Alex kind of just... We, we turned to him and he said, no, no. Yeah. What do you expect when you come on to this podcast? Do you expect to have any fun? <laughs> um, it should be a like a really easy question. Should, yeah, it was kind of that was a softball. Yeah, sorry, I'm, for... I'm, I'm I'm mulling it over. Okay. I'm all, oh, well, I was just doing that. Wait, wait. You have to, six Flags. There is a wait. There's Fiesta a Texas. Yeah, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. Uh, Fiesta Texas mm. has a Groupon for two people to go. No. Oh. Shit. So, you and me, Clayton, we are. Yeah. That's unrelated to this. Uh, I mean, what were we waiting for? Alex. Oh, that's right. Are you having a I good time for, or a bad time? I forgot. We got so entranced. In yeah, me. yeah. I actually answered the question, and oh, uh, oh, oh, I've done several visual bits for y'all, and y'all can't even look at me. Um, I could. I think it's because I'm a disappointment to my found uh, family. Um, no, I think it's you work at a massage place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my only redeeming characteristic. You work at the desk of a massage place, <laughs> but you don't right now, right? <laughs> no. Did you quit? <laughs> Yo, this I, was I, a summer job. <laughs> I'm like so not caught up with your life at all. I have like no idea who you are. No, 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 no. Now um, you see me one. Not a lot of Oscars. A lot of Oscars. The Prestige. The Prestige. So I want to get. I want to let you guys get. Ah! There was a Clayton just showed me a photo of his him when he wakes up in the morning. That's not true. No, it was a zombie. That's not true. So how much money do you think this movie made? Uh, are you willing to tell us the budget? Budget of seventy-five million dollars. It made one hundred and ten million. Wait, right. wait, 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 wait. How much did they steal from the bank? <laughs> a bunch of I euros. Three hundred euros, which is probably about seventeen dollars. <laughs> um. Yeah, Clayton. <laughs> Doing some Clayton some visual Clayton. Bit. So Clayton yeah. is a magician himself. He has a bunch of these weird decks of cards. <laughs> Clayton on, and one of his decks of cards has a bunch of zombie faces on it for some reason. He just showed me AMC's one that's like Walking Dead playing card. And he showed me one that was just like a woman <laughs> who wasn't really scary. She just was kind of weird looking, but she was definitely a zombie. How much money do you think it made, Clayton? That was literally a picture of my mom. <laughs> um, if I had to guess, I would say probably about. Um... <laughs> There's so many 
zombies. I gotta stop doing this. This you is awful podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, audience, if 200 you, million. If you feel that you're missing out on the visual gags, I'm in the room and... Um, and he's looking at the gags yeah, and he's missing out on them. Yeah, did I expect to have fun? No. Am I having fun? I mean... Okay. I, That's good. I said, I mean... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Clayton's about to cut the wire we in my mic. can't keep doing the show again. So, this movie made $351.7 million oh in the box And only half of that was from the bank. That's really good. Um, That's great. So, it came out May 21st, 2013. I believe we all saw it in theaters when we were in yeah. 2013. Yes, yeah. I did. I remember. Bunch of little fucking dork asses yeah, out we all Yeah, we all saw it. Yeah, and what, did you like it then versus did you like it now? Um, I definitely liked it more then. Yeah. I know personally I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, this is one of the best movies ever made. Ever made. I think <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's what, when I was in middle school, I totally thought that. Critics are agreeing that this might be the best movie ever. <laughs> I, I kind of hear that this is the number one movie in America. And, and, you know whatever ads say that? It's just like, shut the hell up, man. Like Biden talking to Trump. Just shut up, man. Yeah. Let's go Brandon. <laughs> yeah, real topical. <laughs> From like a, over a year ago. My um, experience with this movie, and I think my experience like with the with the podcast is largely <laughs> negative. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I feel like on this podcast, like with, with Yes Man... It was a movie right. that I thought I completely hated and hadn't mm. seen in a while. And when yeah. I watched it, I was like, oh, this okay. is a C-, the most average movie yeah. ever. And then coming into this, I thought it was an A-plus best movie ever. And then it's a C- minus completely <laughs> average completely. movie. I think, although visually, it was very much, it did the job. It was like a lot of like fun, cool sweeps, a lot of heist zooms, a lot of metal and glass around, you know, a lot of suits. Um, Plot-wise... I don't know. There's a lot of setup and payoff, which was pretty good. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. where we're like, wait, that was from earlier, and that was crazy. Can that I just fun. say, we watched this with, it was the three of us and Luke Gasky, who will soon yep. be on the podcast. Yes. Who's in the other room right now. Playing Halo. Playing Halo, when he could be in here. Um, uh, but uh, so I'm so sorry. Uh, you put your hand on his chest in the hallway. Well, yeah. You told you him did? not to come. Yeah, you, you don't say on the podcast like you were playing nice. You guys like, like I actually like hid behind Max. Like I was scared. Like the way you were talking to each Luke other. had like a spinny top hat, and he was like, "I can't wait to have a big, a big, like, a big lollipop." And he was like, "I can't wait to have fun with my friends." And Clayton took his hand, put it on his chest, and like, boom, like force palmed it into his room. If guests come on this podcast with high spirits, it completely ruins the whole dynamic. We need to be able to talk down to our guests. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Which is, I feel like I've been talking down to y'all this entire show. Yeah, like, th- my bit is just... Thank you for saying that. Thank yeah. you for saying hey, that. You're welcome. I'm kind of a hero. Um, do you, you consider mean? yourself better than firefighters, like, generally speaking? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Calf. <laughs> A fab, <laughs> assigned firefighter at birth. Um, so all right, <laughs> yeah, making a joke about just a term, not making fun of the term. Um, yeah. guys, uh, when when uh, what I was saying was that when when we got to the the main twist of this movie, right? Spoiler alert: Mark Ruffalo was the guy that killed. 
Um, <laughs> Morgan Freeman or whatever. You really uh, did. It all got really hazy for me there. <laughs> Do you feel like an idiot right now? <laughs> so Mark Ruffalo I am was so the, sorry, Clayton. I don't know why this is this my is, Mark, it was, No, 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 no. Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo was the banker. <laughs> what was it? What? Mark Ruffalo <laughs> was the, so the son joke. of the magi- Oh. I mean, he's Fuck the now. son of the magician who fell in the river in a barrel. Good. Mark Ruff. <laughs> Max, I can hear what it sounds like in the iPod. No, he wears makeup. Okay, scenario. Clayton is talking with a mic close to his mouth, and I get mad at him for some dumb reason or whatever, and I, like, smack the mic into his... Mouth and it goes to the it back. Comes the silent alarm. Yeah. And there it goes. The silent alarm. So Mark Ruffalo was a CIA agent hunting down the. By the way, FBI. this is. This is <laughs> <laughs> every, every time, so only one person's allowed to speak. Every time someone says something factually inaccurate, you have to correct them, and then you can start talking. <laughs> yeah, you check and then you wrestle you the control over. from the. <laughs> it's like the So basically, the point is, this movie is about magicians. It took us half of the episode to get to the point. <laughs> This is about people doing magic. Uh, Should we move on to franchise potential? No. (laughs) Y'all don't run a type ship, huh? Uh, (laughs) We really don't. We really don't. Every time I'm like, I'm going to stop being condescending. That's not my bit today. You know what if there's like a boss, like the regional manager comes into your store or whatever, and he's like really mean to... Clayton is disassembling his ass or whatever. Guys, if you could see this podcast... It would it would actually be funny. It actually would. Oh, you would lose. You'd finally laugh. Do you think we've ever made anybody laugh on this podcast? Yeah. Not me. Not you. Not him. I remember. (laughs) So Clayton is playing with a fucking wrench. Clayton has a wrench in his hand. He's like throwing it around and just smacks Alex like literally on his arm like so hard. Like Clayton, what's what's up with you tonight? Alex is dead silent. You know, I don't know if you'll remember, but um, last last time uh, Clayton invited me to be on the podcast and Max was like didn't want me to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, specifically, I was starting to strike. Max called me a studio audience piece of shit because he says my only value is that I, I laugh. I'd rather pay an intern that. to be silent in the yeah. corner. Yeah, um, but this time actually it was Max who invited me back on. Uh, Max said like Clayton when we record gets like angry and like he sounds all happy but he has this wrench and he like hits me with it and he invited me on to like protect him and Clayton just attacked me. Clayton like vehemently. Do you guys think you could be a bodyguard? Alex is kind of like George Washington in that he can tell no lie so (laughs) (laughs) I did it. Or rather, I if I did it. I should write a book called If I Did It about hitting y'all with a wrench on the butt. <laughs> Wait, that? Oh my god. That's merch. That is merch. An entire book written by Clayton. Here's how I would have done it. That's actually really funny. And it's just a photo of you on the cover with your arms crossed in the DreamWorks, like a uh, smirk. Like, yeah. I've got a giant wrench on my back like a samurai sword. <laughs> if, I, if I did done it. Man, what the fuck were we talking? About? So, Max, asked, Max asked if you could be a bodyguard. If you if you do think you could be, a bodyguard. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I think my goal is to 
my goal is to make sure that we don't talk about the movie. Please, please, she's like red in the face. Um, <laughs> I think I think Max asked if you could be a body. <laughs> God so, fucking damn it. And then Jesse Eisenberg was like, <laughs> I closer you get, you don't you don't see You don't anything. see shit. Yeah. The closer you get, you don't see shit. Silence, I kill you. What if Jeff Duh! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was me trying not to laugh. Wait, <laughs> going, Wait, what if at the beginning of the movie it's like so we're meeting like like J. Daniel Atlas, who's like the showman, and then we meet like the sleight of hand guy, and then the escape artist, and the mentalist, and then they're like, and now we need the ventriloquist, and it's like Jeff Dunham. And then they keep saying, this guy will play you like a puppet, but why is he on the team? Like, he doesn't need to be. This guy is the puppet master. He had all the strings. Why is he here? He doesn't need to be here. He, he's just performing in Vegas at the same time, uh, and they're just like, uh, and Jeff Dunham, we're going to steal a puppet from Paris Bank. It's, but then it's the most racist puppet you've when, ever seen. When Jack Wilder dies, instead of him, it's the puppet that, that dies. <laughs> and they think uh, he's dead. Then he comes back at the end. They're like, "You're alive." Do you think the puppets they refer to as just other people? They don't refer to them as like puppets, but they refer to him as a ventriloquist. Uh, the ventriloquist. When are you going to show us one of your puppets? I've <laughs> just been singing you. Why is your that cool guy racist so friend? <laughs> your cool racist skeleton friend oh, and a no. jalapeno man. I feel like I'm being background noise where I'm just giggling while y'all talk. So the fact. The fact I'm that sorry, are you bored? Are you bored of your own damn tang? I just so, wish we could keep talking about Ahmed the terrorist. That stuff Silence is like bad. Silence like kill you. <laughs> but you gotta give it to him. Silence like kill you is a great catchphrase. It really you is. You gotta hand it to him. I but, know it's the bit, but like... Jeb Dunham's... Y'all don't... No, like, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Fucking dirtbag, that guy. Like, no, fact, like, <laughs> like so handsy with Clayton this episode. <laughs> I like, like, all over. Even, even, even when he even just when cupped my tits. Me and <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's what you get because you whacked him with a wrench. I did. And he I gets did. to grope you. With he gets to do whatever he wants. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say any of that. Period. But honestly, you can't see what so Alex has been doing. Jeff Dunham was one of those people who like... <laughs> I've been sucking my own dick. <laughs> this is Max's feed. <laughs> um, Dunham was just one of those people that like my mom or something would just like put on. Like, or, like just to shut me up or something in front of the TV. And so I would just watch that like all the time. Like, mm. And we would just quote it around the house. That's bad stuff. Yeah, it's awful. That's horrible. Yeah. Alex, do you think you could do this podcast in just 60 seconds if you were getting a blowjob from, <laughs> from a hot hacker? <laughs> hot hacker? I didn't, I didn't have the balls to say that. So, so Clayton watched. Clayton is referencing a scene in Swordfish uh, where it's Wolverine. I forget his name. He has Huge Ackman. Yeah, Huge Ackman has draw- to prove he's a good hacker. So by hacking while Holly Berry gives him a blowjob. It's Wait, actually true? I actually watched the scene That's recently insane. to see. It's actually not Holly Berry. Oh, he's right. there for it. It's just some random girl. Oh, oh. 
Kendra sometimes thinks that Hugh you Jack- just lost your boner. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. That Hugh Jackman's name is Jack Human. It's <laughs> such a good name. <laughs> uh, sounds like what an alien would like come up with for like a person. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we're at minute thirty-five. So, so what? So what? So, what are your takeaways from this movie? Uh, it was fine. Look, there wasn't enough magic. There was too much. So Mark that, that's the main, that's the main thing. Well, this movie was about was legendary was about magic card tricks, bending spoons, but they're frauds or whatever. And then it's literally like about actual magic, like real magic is going on here. Well, I at textu- t- at times. I don't believe that textually there's right. ever real magic. Yeah, but there's some things that, for example, like like Dave Franco going behind a curtain and genuinely just disappearing, or throwing fireballs from his coat or something that like, can be done. That's actually yeah no. There's, so, there's, a, there's flammable paper. That so you boys, that you oh that's right. Sure. No, that was actually set up earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So you boys, when I said that during the movie, y'all laughed at me. I said we laughed you out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you so, laughed me to the door, and then I grabbed one of your curtains by the door and I disappeared. <laughs> you disappeared. You reappeared on the couch. Tied my hands to my jacket and put it in the garbage disposal. <laughs> that is such a visceral thing because although it's, it doesn't actually happen in the movie, you imagine that his hands are getting chopped up. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I always thought it was like, oh, his hands are unusable but then he's fine but um so you boys are magicians by trade yes comedians second (laughs) students third lovers fourth and friends fifth and podcast hosts sixth clearly human being seventh (laughs) seventh um and so you guys kept tallies of all the tricks that you saw in this movie that you yourself could pull off shame us like (laughs) I can do three. So, so we were three. yes, we were expecting to to be able to to pick out like oh they're doing one of these here a lot more. Uh, yeah. But it was just a, it was a lot of like stage magic, which is all very like in in yeah. theory like we could figure it out. But also they explained that <laughs> in theory we well, they, could figure it like out. the part where the yeah, woman we would went into hack, a bubble. We would hack a bank. <laughs> and give money to I just everyone. mean we could figure out how it's done. In the sense that, like, obviously, when the teleport thing closed, he goes through the he floor. He fell to the floor, yeah. Um, that was established. Are you, are you saying we could figure out how it's done? Yeah, we kept watching the movie. Yeah, was, no, that's what I'm saying, it is it got explained. But, but with the bank stuff. No, no, no. Clayton is doing another visual guy. Oh. I thought that was an octopus this whole time. It's... Wait, so describe what it is. It's like a... It's oh. a dog. In our room. Oh, yeah. It's a dog. <laughs> I just said our room as if like X and, and I lived in. The li- same we room. Li- we cohabitate in our room. <laughs> so um, that's what you got to do when you run a podcast together. Exactly. Yeah, you got to get to know each other. Yeah, you got to get to know each other. One of these days, Max, we'll get to know each other. That sounds like a song. Alex, what were your takeaways from this movie? A good way. In a good way. Yeah. Um, I feel like I I, have, I feel like I have a good piece of on the on like bad way, but I think good way like. I liked a lot of the magicians. Uh, of course, they didn't get any screen time. Um, Dave Franco. Oh, I love Dave we Franco. We love Dave Franco. He was a hit in our house. I remember even watching it originally when I was young. I was like, that man is gorgeous. Like, just being yeah. like, that guy's mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I want to know how old he was at the time. He's probably like 25 or something. I did, 15. I did like the mystery uh, of the film. Um, like, I know they're like doing like... like yeah, impossible magic, but I still think it's really fun to like watch. Like the the handcuff thing 
to me is so satisfying um, mm-hmm. to watch. That like really I remember cool. that was the moment in the trailer where I was like, I need to see this movie. Hundred um, percent. And I think I think Jesse, Jesse. I think all the actors, save for Mark Ruffalo, do a good job portraying like what they're trying to portray. Yeah. Um, you didn't like Mark Ruffalo? Not in this movie. Mm-hmm. I felt like he like I made a joke about how he reminded me of Ray Romano in this movie. Like yeah. he's just like get him ah. Yeah. I didn't I I didn't like him until the very. And and maybe that's maybe that's the bit is that he's acting as someone who's pretending to be a yeah, buffoon. I, I do feel point, like yeah. there are some moments where like watching back, it seems clear that Mark Ruffalo is making acting choices based on the fact that he's not actually a cop. Trying to be clueless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um which makes perfect sense because the whole time I literally was just like, How is this guy such an idiot? Like this like mm-hmm. cop is so dumb. And needs everything explained to him. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Right? Because, I, I mean, I've seen this like four or five times, and I really, yeah. like, the twist holds up on rewatch. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I it agree. 100% works. Um, yeah. I thought it was, I just, I really, I really, I had a fun time, really. Mm-hmm. I think the twist of him being the fifth horseman is great. I think mm-hmm. the twist that he's the son of the magician who died is even better. And yeah. I, I think it. The fact that his whole goal is just to make Morgan Freeman look like an idiot for like ruining his dad's life, right? I think is mm-hmm. right. Yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. That does place Explosive. an interesting, like, <clears throat> because of that, the magicians, like the four horsemen, have no real like. They're very. They're just devices. Right, yeah. they don't have any agency, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. In a way, yeah. they don't really have their own... Go- they're just like... They're just tools for Marky Ruffs. Yeah. And, and we don't really get to see them be their own characters. That is kind of an interesting point, because I feel like at the end of it, I was kind of filled with a sense of like, okay, like, what? Like, kind of like, what 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 happens to them? Or like, what was mm-hmm. it all for them? Because they get to be in the club of the eye and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like, it does kind of feel... Especially with um, Ila Fisher, Isla Fisher... <laughs> We mm. like noted on this. It, she's like not in it like at all. She we, you see her a lot, and mm. she says a lot of like "That's yeah. right, boys" or something. And it's just like she doesn't have Which, just you know. just to like. I want to get back to the um, Fisher thing. Yeah, I I, I don't know the name. It, what's Isla? the name? Isla Isla Fisher. Okay, yeah. Isla, Isla. in the movie they were named Henley. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, I want to get back to that. But just I just realized in talking about this that. The Eye is supposed to be a secret organization that supposedly guards real magic and only the greatest magicians join. Yeah. But their task to get in was to get revenge on Mark Ruffalo's enemy. Like, they didn't, like, it wasn't, like, for the craft. It was, like... That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, you have to go kick my uncle's ass. Yeah, instead of being, like... <laughs> then you can join my club. Instead of unlocking real magic, it's just, like, just do a bunch of shows in... Oh, and that was so funny how, like, um... Obviously, we know Mark Ruffalo was acting like a fool at this point, but in the movie, he was like, oh, so they just struck in Las Vegas... And Margaret Freeman was like, their next plan is going to New Orleans. And Mark Ruffalo was like, how do you know that? And then he pulled out a brochure and it says, next show, New Orleans. And it's like, uh, wow. Well, because Morgan Freeman gives like a knowing laugh. He's like, well, when you've been in the game as long as I have. You know to just, check your I, mail for the, for the invitations. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, I, I hate to say this. Yeah. Should we... 
get into franchise potential? I, I can. You should. I can make uh, one last. Yeah, make your point, baby. Make your point. I think it is a tragedy that Isla Fisher is not in this movie more. Yeah. Because Isla Fisher is clearly the coolest of them, i.e. in the intros, Woody Harrelson is working in an airport. Uh, Dave Franco is scamming people on a boat. Uh, what Eisenberg is just doing street magic. Yeah, yeah. And Isla Fisher has a sold-out escape show that does really well. Yeah, and it's mm. freaking awesome. And then, and then Card goes in Eisenberg's coat, goes in a wallet for Dave Franco, in his fucking hat for, you know, the last guy. The Isla Fisher's tarot card in the middle of a tank of piranhas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. Yeah, like, and her introduction was, like, so awesome in establishing who she yeah. was. And then it was never used again. And and yeah. and everyone else had their big moment in this movie. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Eisenberg's kind of, like, the main one. Dave Franco yeah. gets his whole scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he, him and I be with the quarterback. I feel like, they, like, Isla Fisher really got pushed to the sound. Like, even a great though point. They're yeah. clearly the coolest characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they all no have, cool like, escape. it's like they're, they all have, like, the specialties, whereas, like, Eisenberg is like like the mastermind, but like the showman really. Yeah. And then uh, Merritt is the mentalist, and then uh, Jack is the sleight of hand guy slash yeah. muscle. Uh-huh. Yeah, slash kick yes, slash ass. magical ninja master. Yeah. Um, and then is the Fisher. It seems that she would be set up as like the escape artist, uh, which is a nice little evolution for like she's like formerly atlas's magician's assistant yeah yeah and um, probably the most necessary in a plan where you are running from the fbi that's such a good point mm-hmm. there's no point where they like are in a place where they all are in trouble and they need to escape the whole time they uh-huh. always have the upper hand and that's like that's almost kind of not exciting because other than the dave franco scene where like dave franco's actually in trouble but then it turns out he's not like we never mm. see these characters actually in trouble and it's like we're all of them, all, all of them together. You know what I mean? I think that's because they're, in a way, the antagonists. Because our our right. our way into the universe is, uh, Ruffalo, right? Like we're kind yeah. of following the him. surrogate kind mm. of. But us. like, can we talk about franchise potential? <laughs> <laughs> we can. I don't care so, about this anymore. <laughs> on this podcast, a couple episodes ago, the click remote from the movie Click exploded when the G-Force team got their hands on it. And that, that, in, that moment created a rip in space-time and created the G-verse, the multiverse of G-force universes where every movie we cover on this podcast is a G-force universe. And this one is no exception. All right, you guys ready for this? So. Alex is really pissed Alex is pissed. Um, But this is not a critical clapback episode, okay? This is just... You'll get your turn. You'll get your thing. So now you see me, G-verse universe. This is Earth 893. Remember that. The click universe is 800. What if if it was 1352? Because cards. Is that a thing? 13. uh... There's uh, 1,352 cards in a deck. (laughs) I like that. 52 in a deck, 13%. That also implies that there's at least 1,351 other universes. So, I mean, but I mean, there's. Can it be like five? (laughs) Well, there's like. Well, actually, there's actually infinite. So. Yeah. 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 So. um, Yeah. Wiki.fandom.net is gonna need to upgrade their bandwidth. Right? Should we plug? Is that functional? Or... No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but it's getting there. So on Earth thirteen fifty two, the now you see me verse. 
or, or like uh, uh, the now you see me, uh, what is it, version of the universe. Mm-hmm. So the G-Force team goes to the magician show in Las Vegas. They're having a great time. Darwin. Can really... I ask a really important question? Yeah. Are they in, do they have their own seats? Or are they, do they have some <laughs> other sort of each, each one has their own seats. From far away, it looks like five empty seats. Uh-huh. But yeah, and, and Zach Galifianakis. Five uh, empty seats. So this is, we're talking Blaster, of course, Darwin. Darwin, Hurley, Hurley. Juarez. Oh, Hurley, yes. I forgot and, about um, and the Mole? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because um, he's welcome back into the... What about Mooch? Mooch just kind of flies around. He doesn't get his own seat. <laughs> Actually, Mooch does get yeah, his own seat. A fly gets his own seat. Yeah. What does Alex think about that? <laughs> okay, so. Would you be honest? Would you swap Mooch, the fly from G Force? Would you kill it? I would use Mooch to choke all of the other ones. Because <laughs> he's big enough, yeah. So. So Darwin is invited up on stage. Can we have a volunteer? Can we have a volunteer? Me, me, me. Who is that? An open seat? Darwin. No, it's Darwin. Oh my God! It's Darwin G Force. We love him because they kind of know. Yeah. So, so <laughs> never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They don't do the bingo thing. Jesse Eisenberg no. specifically hears Darwin and Say, points me, at an me, empty. He says, "Who is that? <laughs> an empty chair?" <laughs> well, they they believe in magic. They he has really defined the hearing. G-force. We could be like that voice is coming straight from that empty chair. Also, All right. like <laughs> so speckles speckles likes magic yeah mm-hmm. i thought he like wanted to well this is wouldn't, they, wouldn't a large area with a bunch of humans be like this is after that. Of a slaughterhouse in this universe that's after that he's already compensated for his crimes yes yeah he's already served the yeah whole of humanity. this is mm-hmm. kind of maybe five years after this is probably 2014 well, canonically, this is 2014, literally, because it's 2013. Uh, I'm going to stop interrupting, but before, <laughs> but before you keep going, how many people do you think Speckles was personally responsible for ruining the lives of? I mean, probably, like, truly hundreds, because he brought, like, he brought things down yeah. from, yeah, yeah, hundreds, yeah. yeah. In five years? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're really nice to him. Like, he does, he cleans up on the side of the highway, and they're like, He was Come sorry. Clinton. <laughs> Something about the face that you just made. So okay, so Darwin is invited up on stage. I know. No, it no, you made a face. <laughs> All right. So Dave Franco thinks Darwin is really cute and adorable, and steals him and uses a magic trick <laughs> to put him in a box and then pull him out of a to be hat. Clear, in not France. Jack Wilder. This is Dave Franco. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a cute little guinea pig. He twirl, twirls his mustache. <laughs> so he, he puts him in a box, and then in France, someone pulls him out of a hat. Oh, and he's like, shit. where am I? The G-Force team then plans a heist to save Darwin. Juarez, <laughs> meanwhile, Juarez... And so, did they do real magic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge that. Juarez and Woody Harrelson start heavy flirting. <clears throat> But it turns out. <laughs> but it turns out, Juarez led him on to get the secrets to the plan how to get how they did the France thing. But Woody takes off his mask, and it was Jesse Eisenberg the whole time. He literally stabs Juarez, and Juarez bleeds to death. But then she says, "Remember, Jesse, the closer you look, the less you see." Jesse looks up, and there are one thousand Juarezes all around him. They leap on him, devour him, and kill him. Meanwhile, the rest of the G-Force team saves Darwin, but Darwin has been hypnotized by the Mentalist and fights against the team. In a giant televised event on top of the Eiffel Tower, 
Darwin kills the entire G-Force team and escapes. So then Woody Harrelson, Mark Ruffalo, and Dave Franco recruit him, but then he kills them too. He's crazy. And he goes off into the wild. Juarez now lives alone. She can never play cards again, or she starts crying. And that is where Earth 1352 currently stands. Now there is a sequel, Now You See Me 2. Maybe eventually we'll see, you know, these characters, something happens to the resurrection, maybe cryogenesis, something like that. But as of right now, Juarez is the only living member of the G-Force team at the end of this timeline of Earth 1352, period. Would you watch that? Yeah. Yeah. And keep in mind, these universes are not separated, but I'm sorry, they are separated. But last week, Clayton made a really good point. He asked me, is there going to be any crossovers? And that thought scared me that someone might possess the power to converge universes mm -hmm. together. That's a scary thought. If someone were to do that, we'd have to do a whole episode on that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, it's a really Alex scary is thing. Like, Alex is reclining um, completely Alex, back. Did you have any sequels that you wanted to pitch? For Now You See Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. And I thought of this earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we open on a shot of Jesse Eisenberg. Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. And he's just handed a stack of money. He's just handed a stack of cash to a guy at a coffee shop. The guy leaves, and then we cut to Jesse Eisenberg. He gets a phone call, and... Um, guy picks it up and he's like hey i'm in the building um i know you wanted me to do that thing with the lights um but this is a skyscraper with 2200 apartments in it which ones do you want me to cut the power on and he's like in the seven of the seven of diamonds he's like but you know that's a lot he's like shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up and he's like listen like there are a lot of people like relying on power in this building and like if you cut it for even for a second they'll probably like die and he's like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck do whatever you have to i don't give a fuck because i'm trying to have sex tonight because magic is sexy that's what i think i think magic's hot and steamy and he hangs up the phone and then he's like holy shit it's eight o'clock it's eight o'clock i have to do this trick in 30 seconds and so he's like running he's like will you please let me do a magic trick please don't do fucking anything just, and, and then and they're like no and he goes to someone else he's like please please need to do it and he's like no and then a guy's like i want to see a magic trick and he's like no i only do it for women because i'm a gross sleaze bag who does magic <laughs> Oh, oh no oh, oh no and then like he's like he's like there's cards all over the floor like and then, and then Dave Franco comes in and he's like he's holding that big flashlight and he's and he looks at me and he and he does that thing Max was talking about where he's like he like doesn't open his mouth when, when he talks and it's hot and it's like so and then I'm like so happy watching it and I'm eating popcorn and then that scene comes where it's like where where the FBI is trying to recruit uh, the Morgan Freeman and then Clayton goes I don't work with muggles and it was really funny <laughs> directed by Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg <laughs> Uh, that that is something we noted that Dave Franco does not talk with his full mouth. His mouth is always half closed and it is somehow so hot. It's like so it is hot. probably so, so tired from all the pussy he, he eats. eats. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did Yikes. need the help, but thank you. <laughs> wow. Do you ever like um do you ever have like any see any siblings or like young kids like finish? I was like, like, hold on. <laughs> I I felt so much I, fear. My asshole just tightened up so hard. What? A fear. <laughs> No, out of fear. You know how like kids will always like finish each other's sentences in that way, and they'll always be like, "But we just went to the store," and they like all say the store together uh, or something. Yeah. Isn't that so stupid? <laughs> yeah. Do kids do that? <laughs> Are you around kids? Well, like, sorry, a little bit of backstory. Max lives in the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> 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 Is this so weird when kids stand that far away and I love hallway? Hotel for Dogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my sequel, thank you for asking. Uh, so it's going to start with Arthur Treslow has just done huge at an, at an auction. Michael Caine, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's done. He's done really well for himself. He's gained back his fortune. Oh and shit! The eye is he's pissed. pissed. Yeah, they're 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 they're. Did that happen again? <laughs> it's just because we have our group. We're group mind. Group mind. Um, yeah, all and of us. all three of us. All of us have that. They should be. They should do now. You see me with improv. Um, with, but, Im- with improv. <laughs> yeah. Five improvisers pull out the heights. Um. So the it's. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Guys. So just Sorry, to I- fill in the audience, <laughs> Alex just did the thing where he pointed to Max's shirt. And, <laughs> and I looked down and he smacked me in the face. And, and then he- I did the, the fucking, what is it? Like the okay? The, the, white, the white power symbol. The white power symbol on the ground. And then Alex cried. Wouldn't it be so funny if someone was like, hey, what's on your face? And you looked down and then like an anvil like lands on your head yeah. and like kills you. That sounds like misdirection. Speaking yeah. of, Clayton, like an accordion. Um, the, my sequel is called Mr. Re- sorry, Mr. <laughs> Erection. Um, Direction. Mr. You Erection. Mar- you marrying all five One Direction members? Um... Okay. And so the 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 eye is talking. We see there's like it's like the Avengers Council, just like shadowy faces behind screen. And they're like, <laughs> something needs to be done with it by about this. And then one of them's like, Are you thinking what I'm thinking? And then the one's like, We <laughs> we use magic. And they're like, Yeah, but I'm talking about real magic. Cut two. City of San Francisco, downtown. There's a very there's there's a large crowd of hot, sexy women all gathered around. All gathered around. Hubba, hubba. Just one magician. This has Clayton written all over. It. That's right. All gathered around, just one magician. He's got a pack of cards and he shuffles them around and he's like, "Is this your card?" And she's like, Yes, and they all swarm him. They're like trying to grab his cock. (laughs) (laughs) Classic magician stuff. And we see he's like starting to do tricks, but the camera, as it zooms in on him, the camera, the the camera seems, the camera seems disinterested in what's happening here. An omniscient view takes hold, and and we zoom. In fact, over his shoulder, uh, we're traveling through the streets of San Francisco. Uh, we see coffee shops, bakeries, <laughs> until we finally zoom in 
through one window. We can't really see. Uh, we don't see the sign. We don't see what the place is called. We see books on the shelves. Um, not like library books, but like colorful books. And we see a bunch of people sat around a table. Uh, as we and we hear the voice of one man say, "I I tap three and I play my instant spell." <laughs> as we get to a table of a bunch of nerds playing Magic: The Gathering. That's awesome, actually. That's um, literally great. And then I don't know, a bunch of bullshit happens, and their cards have real magic or something, and then they use that to kill Michael Caine. That sounds good. I think so too. Like a nice semi thing where. It's like okay, so then they they get the help from like mimes, you know, like other street performers and stuff like that. You know, that's all mm. like kind of cool stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. So that was yours. That was mine. That was yours. Um, guys, how many jokers out of ten would you give this? A six out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I would give it a. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a six and a half. Yeah, it was fun. Nice yeah. solid C minus. I'll give it a six. Yeah. Yeah. Out of twenty. Fuck it's you. A, Sweet. Oh gosh. <laughs> I went to the doctor last week. Uh-huh. And um and I you can edit this out. Um We will. Sorry. Yeah, this is just for y'all. Because mm. it seemed like you were about to rip it up. I was just at the doctor. My mom has cancer still. Sorry, what were you saying though? Oh my god. Wait, okay. I was at the doctor. I have like a lot of really dangerous STDs. Yeah, I got, mm-hmm. I got tested for like a lot of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I was like actually really scared. I, I just want to say, whatever this is, I really hope you're okay. Yeah, thank you. I got the results back. I really hope you're doing well. This yeah. and just talks yeah. like this give me a lot of anxiety. So yeah, I, like yeah. I want y'all to know that like, like I know like a lot goes on. Um, yeah, and I know mm-hmm. we suffer a lot, but like yeah, y'all are really important to me. Um, yeah, and I just want you to know I'm here with are you. you. And um, but I got my results back, and it turns out that I'm six four and have a huge dick. I got a massive honker. I got a bulldozer on my balls, and I'm six six, seven feet tall, bitch. <laughs> You're six four, six six, six, six seven six, feet seven tall. tall. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you for letting us know. I'm glad I'll that you keep that you, you in my it. thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I guess I hope you get well soon. I think. I remember I was actually when I went because um, my mom uh, she, had, she we we I went to take her to her chemotherapy, um, and uh, <laughs> and they were like, "We're so sorry." One of the appointments is running a little long, and I don't think I don't know if we're gonna be able to get this session in. Um, and I was like, oh, and we were like, well, we'll wait here. And it was a couple hours, and then you came out, and it was you and a doctor, and you high fived, and he slapped you on the ass, and you left. And she had to miss her whole Four. chemotherapy for that. And then I took a bite out of a pie like James Franco <laughs> inside her hand and I winked at you. And I said, the appointment went a little long. Nah, it went very long. <laughs> but you walked out, you were so tall, you were like Mike TV at the end of walking <laughs> just so stretched out. And you, but you still, he still, he spanked you, but the forces, you were like a paper thin, you just flew through the air. <laughs> Um, guys, for those of you who don't know, what we like to do on this podcast is me and Max, 
would like to basically play little pranks on each other where mm-hmm. each of us uh, will take turns deciding what movie we'll be watching next week. Last week, I exactly. surprised Max with the fact that we'll be, we would be watching Now You See Me. Exactly. And so now, Max is It's gonna my turn. Yeah. Well, first, I want to thank Alex for being on first before we go on. I thank think you. you're going to be very excited about this movie. I think Clayton's going to be very excited about this movie. Um, Clayton, do you have a lot of friends? No, you know the answer to that. Oh, my man. So and there is a certain person in this apartment who wanted to be on this podcast so badly and he was really rubbed the wrong way that Alex got to be on before him. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know what? I don't know what movie this is going to be. I'm instead going to let him do the talking and I'm going to (laughs) have... Wow. Is the door locked? I I guess it is. Who locked my door? Luke has entered the building. And Luke is here. What movie we're gonna watch next week? Uh, hey, we're um, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna watch, uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie, <gasps> nineteen ninety three, with Bob Hoskins as. Are you serious? Yes. Did you not know? I that? did not. I truly did not know. Oh I wow! I did not know Mario. That's amazing! Holy shit! I can't wait. Hell yeah! Sweet. Thanks. I'm going to go to sleep. And you'll hear this voice next week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. (laughs) Um, And as always. (laughs) And and that's all we. And and that's all, folks. Is there anything you have to say last to say? Is there anything you'd like to plug? This 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 will be heard by like my billions home. of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, <gasps> I so Max has shoved his finger. Up my this head. is speaking like, of which, this was supposed to end at like we just keep dragging it out. So Clayton had his colonoscopy um, a couple weeks ago. I'm having my colonoscopy in two days. By the time you're hearing this episode, I will have had it on the day it comes out on Monday. So. I, the whole gauntlet of shitting and pissing and crying and being really sad, I'm gonna go through all that as well. But I'm not gonna make a whole thing about it. So. Do you know? Do you know who your doctor is? No. I believe uh, it is one uh, Doctor C. Layton that uh, is <laughs> a real up and No, 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 no. <laughs> he only uses a wrench and scissors and spit. And he and his euthanasia, his euthanate, his. Is, he, he, he uses a frying pan, basically, is what I'm saying, <laughs> to knock you out. Euthanasia. Yeah, he w- it was supposed to be a routine colonoscopy. We had <laughs> to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But literally, Hayden Hovsepian, our roommate, is going to be waiting outside, and like the doctor's going to come out and pull the hat down and be like, he didn't make it. <laughs> through the 30-minute colonoscopy. There's <laughs> like blood coming out the door. He's like, it's like pulling around. Max is like asshole. It's like sucking air in like a vacuum. And Luke's yeah. back. Luke's back. Uh, we'll, we'll be specifically watching the extended, extended cut. cut. Hell yeah! That's the way to do it! Uh, is the, it is currently the only... Free free version on the internet archive, um, and it's rough. It is rough. 
exciting. How long is it extended? It is three hours you long. Are- <laughs> That's not true. Oh my god! Could you imagine? If it was- is that the one where Bowser was like monkey? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. That's been Alex Pinder. I've been Clayton Chalmers. I've been Maxa Foster. And, and as, as always, stay critical, critical darlings. darlings. Bye. Bye.